informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. Hello, everyone. We are here broadcasting live from the Infinity Festival in Hollywood. I'm Danilo Mora. I'm CEO of Simulated Reality. I'm a specialist in immersive technologies, and I have here with me uh, movie director and CEO of Panorama, Rodrigo Cerqueira. Rodrigo, thanks so much for staying here with us. It's my pleasure, my honor, and uh, thank you very much for having me, and thank for uh, you know, invite me, and thanks a lot for the uh, Infinity Festival. Nice. So we are bringing uh, Silicon Valley innovators together with Hollywood storytelling professionals, you know, taking this city block here in the heart of Hollywood. So it's super exciting to be at the Infinity Festival. And I would like to talk, you know, a little bit with you because I'm super excited that uh, we actually met in a festival about yeah. four or five years four ago. Four years ago, something like that. Right. Yeah. It was super uh, nice that uh, we are actually able to collaborate on a few projects, but I don't want to spoil that too much, right? <laughs> but I want to uh, give an introduction, a uh, proper introduction of uh, who is Rodrigo, right? So uh, Rodrigo, um, actually, he leads an award-winning immersive storytelling studio, you know, and I'm super excited here because um, Rodrigo uh, directed a movie called Seven Miracles, which won the Raindance Film Festival, not just as the uh, uh, best immersive film, but also uh, Elliot Grove, which is the curator, right? The, the, uh, the, founder. Uh, the founder of the um, Raindance Film Festival. He wrote something so beautiful that I want to read so everybody yeah. <laughs> so I can be precise, right? So what Elliot Grove said was, um, in nearly 30 years, I've been running Raindance. I have seldom witnessed a project that combined inspiration and innovation in the way Seven Miracle has. In the flatty world of Raindance, I was instantly floored by Pulp Fiction back in 1994, Blair Witch Project in 1999, and then Memento in 2001. Seven Miracles is doing to VR what those three seminal films did for Flatties. Sublime. So to me, like that's just really fantastic, right? Like yeah. having someone like Elliot say something that about a movie. Right, it can just be uh, amazing. Yeah, you know, even when you when you read it right now, give me a little bit of a goosebumps um, because this is this is one of those festivals that you, as a film director, you always portrayed like uh, one day, one day I'll have my film over there. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I'll, before we did uh, Seven Miracles, I never imagined uh, to be able to submit something to you know Rain Dance and uh, be accepted. So it was a huge honor for us. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, the, the, the nice behind the story is that we are both Brazilians. That's also <laughs> one of the reasons why we connected. It connected so well. True. Um, but I, I feel like the, the, the nice thing that I want to talk here is, yes. So you won an amazing award in a traditional film festival. Focused on a new kind of storytelling, which is immersive storytelling. Yeah. Right. So can you tell us a little bit of how that actually happened? Because I remember when I was starting to see the behind the scenes and the production into, you know, like Seven Miracles, I was like, wow, this is, a, you know, 
super production. And then you were like, no, that is actually an, a, a moderate production for a movie, but for VR, you know, I haven't heard about a project of that budget. I don't know if we can talk about the budget, but you know, the, the, the capability of having so many key actors and hundreds of actors, the whole production value in trucks and taking it to the south of Italy, uh, how that actually came about? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, all of that was possible because my excellent executive producer, Enzo Sisti, he's, he's the executive producer, he was the executive producer of uh, Passion of Christ, so he has more than a hundred films in his uh, you know, uh, record, so it's an amazing guy that can really run a super high-end production level in the realms of the you know, micro budget for Hollywood, which is uh, you know, below $5 million. Um, and that was possible as well, just because, well, he has all the connections in the industry, especially in Italy, and uh, the city that we picked up for the film, uh, Matera, is, um, some people said that is the city that most resembles old Jerusalem these days. And uh, because of that, you have already a beautiful landscape, uh, really, you know, a lot of high uh, production value without any, you know, do a lot. <laughs> so that was, uh, one, you know, one, one of the keys for us. If we would need to shoot the film the way that it is right now in any other part of the world, we'll cost that probably the double. I see. I see. I see. So <coughs> that's for the production and getting everybody there with the right costumes and the right art direction and getting everything ready. But how do you actually make a movie from a director perspective, guiding actors and guiding... Let's start from the writers, right. right? How do you actually adapt something for the immersive technology and also when you get an actor which, you know, may have some experience theater or may have experience with television or, or movies, right? But have never seen a 360 camera, never really gone through that process. So yeah. how do you actually take from a creative sta standpoint um, the execution of what Seven Miracle needed to be. Yeah, that's very interesting because at the very beginning, this project, uh, th this project was born in 2016, um, by the end of the year, um, and then when I was first introduced to the project, it was only an idea, right? So Xia Wang, which is uh, HTC's uh, founder, um, she introduced me the idea. And uh, she said, okay, uh, it's uh, about seven miracles of Jesus based on a book of John. It's a sermon that I used to, you know, uh, watch on the, you know, Sunday uh, classes. And uh, I would love to see in, a, in real life. Um, so in the whole process is going from the, let's say, treatment to the screenwriter. And then the screenwriting um, needs to understand a little bit better on the spatial. So pretty much what I did, I was connecting. I was connecting everybody um, on the pre-production side to like VR. Where you're putting them in a VR headset and say, hey, this is something that inspires me, you yep. know, what the way I want to take it. Because yep. there were no really a lot of examples, especially back in 2015 and 16, oh. right? Now that you mentioned that, um, funny enough, um, I was a VR technical director of another feature film and virtual reality called Jesus VR, the story of Christ. So that helps. So you're the Bible man. Uh, yeah, you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. <laughs> I think I, I direct or produce a lot of, uh, you know, uh, minutes of biblical stories. Mm -hmm. um, so because of that, it was, you know, easier for me to say to people, listen, when you write about the scene, put this headset on and try to figure it out 
where everybody will need to be, uh, and you know, spatially. Because when you write uh, a traditional scene, the, the thing that matters to you, it's only what's on the screen. But when you write for VR, everything matters. So imagine <laughs> we shoot in a, in, a, in a city full of tourists, um, full of uh, you know, non-period um, details, like um, houses and windows and doors that wasn't there 2,000 Electrical years ago. Poles, construction. Yes. So trains. you need to convince you know, the, uh, the grip guys. You need to convince um, you know, the, the, set the set director, the art department of you know, pay attention of everything. So I think in a way VR kind of uh, enhance their power. Um, because gives them actually a reason to put, um, you know, their effort in every small detail of everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how did uh, Pentagramma came about? Like, how you got to that point of being able to like create two feature films in VR? Like, wh what's yeah. the history of Pentagramma? Like, where it came from and, and yeah, walk us through. Our our history goes back around ten years ago. We started as um, uh, Joe referenced um, kind of a app and in which you can you can feel like it's similar it was similar to google street view but we're doing that for uh, private companies and uh, uh third sector uh ngos um and all of a sudden i have this uh, you know beautiful equipment in my hands that i that can capture uh 360 degrees photos but actually when you capture 15 frames per second you have a video so all of a sudden i started to make you know funny videos with friends and from one funny video goes to a music video, from a music video goes to a museum experience, and then after five years, I was, um, I was directing in Brazil. Um, I had direct more than 200 VR commercials from you know, any brand, any big you brand mean like you can brands, imagine. Car brands? And yeah, car brands, bike brands, clothes brands, and food brands, uh, pretty all much All in 360. All in 360, wow. sometimes in, in VR. Because imagine before uh, 2014, there were some companies out there that was doing VR goggles. Mm -hmm. uh, Vuzix was one of them. So I used to use a Vuzix 200, which, is, which was, uh, you know, a, a, a glasses like this, but with two monitors, two 720p monitors in front of my eyes, and uh, with a gyroscope. So with that, you have, uh, you know, uh, it's a VR video in a funny way. So yeah, and then 2015, um, I was looking for something else, and that something else came in the form of a feature film. Um, so I was invited to be the VR director, technical director for this uh, feature film, Jesus VR. And from, from that on, I was, yeah, I was like, oh my God, I need to do films, that's it. So, so I th that basically triggered a passion on you to forget brands in a certain way and really start focusing on storytelling experience. To, to be honest with you, I'm uh, a cinephile cin I, since I, I, I was I do know you yeah. go to the theaters every week and you love At least once. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, right? So that's, right. that's, that's so really yeah, So that, that triggers me to, uh, let's say, looking into VR to make um, narratives or yeah, pretty much any, any type of, uh, you know, narratives, even documentaries. I did a lot of those as well. So, uh, and with Seven Miracles was a kind of a, and, and a where, paramount. And where do people can get Seven Miracles now, specifically? Like, if I, if I have a VR headset and I want to watch it, how, how can I do it? Uh, basically, since April, we uh, publish at the Viveport. So, if you have Which uh, is Windows... Which is 
Windows yeah. Mixed Reality or Oculus or um, Vive, you can download and watch it, and Android. But we're, we have plans to, you know, uh, publish in every uh, mobile slash desktop slash VR platform. Okay, and so hopefully more platforms before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Right, pretty, great. pretty soon. Um, in, so now that you have mastered, you know, the capabilities of creating a movie with volumetric video and all the cool technologies, right? I want to think more about from the storytelling perspective here. Um, now that you have mastered the tools of actually delivering the presence that you are at a movie, right? That you feel like you're in there. Um, wh what are the next projects coming about? Like, what what can you talk actually about in terms of yeah. next steps? Yeah, most of the projects we're working on right now are uh, confidential, but what I can tell you is um, we, as you said, using volumetric, photogrammetry, uh, six stuff experiences, we'll need a lot of um, uh, connectivity, we'll need a lot of uh, broadband, so that, you know, that cross with 5G. So I think for the next projects, what we're really looking into is uh, um, find some, you know, co-production uh, agreements out there. Maybe some people has something that um, we can uh, piggyback and um, let's say with that something. Well, 5G is right around the corner. Right? Yeah. You can see here Riot, you know, helping uh, sponsor the, the, the festival yeah. and doing a lot of great panels. Actually, there's a whole track of 5G going on and right now. And you need all of that. And especially for volumetric, like, so you can actually distribute in this, you know, high beat rate because you have yeah. the capability from watching. It's pretty much like a video in 3D, but not 3D stereoscopics, like really like 3D models, like like an animated 3D model with textures. So it demands a lot of memory it's and a lot of It's a video a that you can, you can walk in the space and watch the video and pretty much that, any... That's where the name came from, volumetric video, right? Yeah. So video with volume. So that yeah. actually needs a lot more data. And uh, hopefully 5G is here to, you know, let us be very creative yeah. with the next project. So the only thing I can tell you about the next projects is, uh, well, they'll be heavily uh, technological, <laughs> as well, very innovative in terms of uh, narratives for immersive. Um, and they will use some, some um, um, in some proportions, they're going to use uh, 5G for distribute or process the data. Awesome, awesome. Well, I wish uh, we had time for more, but it's time for us to wrap up. Uh, thanks All so right. much, Rodrigo. We have here Rodrigo. My uh, pleasure. The movie director and CEO of Panorama. My pleasure.